BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Saturday cartoons in living room tuned in, tuned out to the world. Consume bowls of the Cheerios videos. What's up, y'all? This is Tim Einenko with The Library. Lawrence, Massachusetts rapper Rex debuted on the scene in 2001 with his release, Along Came the Chosen. With six albums already under his belt, Rex is about to release his seventh, Revolution Cocktail. I had a chance to catch up with Rex a couple of weeks ago when he landed in Massachusetts. Rex, welcome to the library with Tim Einenkel on And You Don't Stop with Chuck D. Thanks for having me. Uh, so I so I heard in a passage of yours, your new album Revolution Cocktail is a kind of a mixture of all your materials you have done. You said political party, boom bap, etc. Uh, why display your all your styles on this album? Uh, I think it was time to you know give different takes for me a, ver- a, a variety. Um, you know I've had fun doing you know so many different you know types of albums, so I've continued to like you know remain true to you know my essence, which is the boom bap. Uh, I wanted to, like, you know, display more, you know, uh, what I, a versatile uh, version of what I've been doing. Like, the, the political aspect of revolutionary, you know, the more uh, personal aspects of, like, the RKF album and and, uh, and uh, Straight No Chaser. And, you know, with, with gray hairs, like, you know, focusing, focusing and honing in on, like, you know, the my life as it coincided with growing up in hip-hop. So, like, with Re- Revolution Cocktails, I concocted, like, you know, a mixture of that, but at the same time, it's a fun project. Mm. It's more energetic. It's, it's vibrant. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm, re- I'm really excited about it. So it wasn't, like, some sort of response to you being too political or anything like that? Not at all. I mean, I don't have any issue with, you know, I, I, I feel like Revolutionary came at the time it was supposed to come. Mm. You know, and, um, you know, if, if right now I felt like dropping another album like Revolutionary, then I'd drop it. I don't, I don't allow, um, I don't allow myself to, um, be pigeonholed. I don't let, um, you know, the naysayers dictate what I'm going to drop next. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable in my skin and I'm happy with the material I put forth. Uh, I always do it with a, with a clear conscience and I do it with the understanding of the culture. So I'm, I'm. I'm free. I'm free of um, mental strains, man. Nice. Uh, two of the songs that have been released from this album, uh, "Judas" and "Trust Us," are very like con- conceptually very. They seem very heavy songs. Um, so I just wonder uh, if it's supposed to kind of if this album's displaying you know a variety of what you do. Why kind of drop those two songs? Well, I mean, uh, Judas. 
Judas uh, was a was a was a change in like you know patterns and style uh, stylistically is a, a, a different type of record from what I usually do. He looking for answers. Too many men lie. Give them fools a million chances. Look them in their eyes, but they look into the side, to the floor, to the sky. They are poison, they are cancers. Demons on the fly. See them digging in your pockets, fiddling in the rockets. Trick a cock back, pop, pop. See them sit up in the shotgun, gas ain't got nothing. Spend your cash up shop. Chop it up with you. With you. Enough is, 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 I mean, there's definitely a deep and heavy message, which is kind of, you know, uh, Something you people have grown accustomed to, like you know, with a Re- with a Rex record, there, there's so many records um, I've dropped in the past with heavy messages, such as Mr. Nobody, you know, and and the, these kind of uh, records have become the norm. But I, I really feel like the style of the record mm. is something that was a change from like your typical Rex thing. So I, I felt real comfortable doing that. And then you know, I'm I'm, I'm a huge, huge Bishop Lamont fan. And it, it was a no-brainer to get get him on a record. Uh, we, we're going to do tons of work in, in in the near future, and you know, trust us with just me, you know, showing showing everybody that that revolutionary um, mentality still remains. I mean, who are we supposed to trust? Same people we always trust. Us. You miss a politician, don't want to listen. Nothing you plan to offer can get me out my position. Mama's still in the hospital bed, ridding her head. A lot of the interviews I've read with you and I've seen your 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 two children uh, obviously play a huge part in your life. Um, I know that you you mention them a majority of the interviews and it just, just shows shows how much you care for them and everything. So, of course, I'm going to continue with the theme of some of your interviews and talk about your children. Um, I want to know uh, how has your the birth of your children kind of changed, or has it changed your your flow, your style, your 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 content, et cetera, in your rhymes? It definitely makes me more conscious of the things that I say, but I also um, it's made me more aware of the things that I that I try to put in into my music. But also, um, without without um, you know cutting my tongue off. You know what I'm saying, and, yeah. and stopping, stopping my my ultimate uh, vision and my ultimate message. Um, I don't let my children listen to my music. They're going to determine whether they want to listen to daddy's music at all. You know, um, it's it's for them to decide. However, I make it with a strong, a strong understanding that, like, if they do decide that, like, you know, hip hop is a genre of music, they're going to learn to respect and love. That they're gonna um, they're gonna find a lot of obvious messages that have to do with them stories that are. Stories that are intertwined with what went on with um, while they were growing up, mm. and you know they're going to see a vision of the world that we that I lived in and how I saw it, and you know pictures of what I was I was trying to paint for when the, for when they grow up understanding the world that they were they was in from the start. That said, are they old enough? I mean, I guess more than nine year old is is he old enough to kind of tell you who he likes? And then have you had that kind of talk uh, with them, you know, your music is whack kind of talk? <laughs> yeah, you know, like um, Isaiah, he's the nine-year-old, and, and we, we discuss music sometimes. You know, he's um, uh, his, his mom and I, you know, we don't have the same exact vision. Like, we, we, we definitely, like, um, we, though we're separated now, we still work in unison in terms of raising our children. Mm-hmm. We're very focused and, and driven to do that, that much. Um, you know, it, it's tough because we don't stay in the same home. So, like, you know, when when 
she's with the kids. She's a little more lenient. You know, she'll have the radio playing. My son will catch on to a few songs from the radio and stuff like that. With me, he's not going to get that. Um, and it's okay for him to, like, you know, you know, hear, you know, what's popping and trendy. However, I am very concerned when it comes to messages that are displayed. Like, I don't want... I don't want my son listening to Two Chains, not because, not because of anything other than Two Chains' message is is improper for my child. Mm. I don't want him hearing, you know, Chief Keef. I don't want him hearing uh, certain artists that are on the radio and popular. You know, uh, he's a fan of like Bob Marley and Rihanna, and you know, I have no problem with him liking, you know, today's current artists. But then again, like I said, the the Two Chains and the you know, the Rick Bosses and certain certain elements in certain music that will affect him in a negative light, I feel. I try to avoid him hearing. And as, you know, as you've you've talked about, and uh, a lot of the music I like from you, you, you do address social issues in your rap. Do you, uh, do you think it's the artist's responsibility to address these social issues, or is it more about the art form uh, bef- think, before the social I think issues? It's, I, think, I think we can't... Um, we can't tell individuals like you know artistically it's your it's your duty like little Wayne it's your duty to like you know address these issues um if you're a true um um connoisseur of the music and, and, and a representation of what this music was started from, then you're gonna ultimately understand that the music was birthed with a social agenda, and so they you know what I'm saying like i mean it was it was it was it was Meant, let me not state that that was the, the goal in mind. But, uh, I mean, it it was birthed with that in mind as well. So, like, there's always been a message, an underlining message, and, there, and, and we do ourselves a disservice not to respect that and not to, like, give back, you know, to, to the communities with, with message. Like, Lil Wayne can, you know, save so many lives just stating, you know, you know stay in school. Right. You know, like... I remember once I, I posted something. I'm, I'm, I'm really not a fan of Rick Ross. Um, but I remember Rick Ross going back to his, his high school. I don't care why he went, but I know he went. So I posted something on Facebook about it. And so many people hit me with messages like, being like, oh, Rick Ross, F this, F that. And I'm like, you're missing the point. Right. You know? Like, it's important. You know, like for someone of Rick Ross's stature and, and notoriety to go back to his high school and tell the kids to go stay in school. You don't know how many lives he saved that day. Right. You know, coming from a, coming from like, you know, Carroll City in, in, in Miami, Cooper City, where, whichever, I think he's from Carroll City, but like that area is so like, you know, impoverished and, 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 and it's so dangerous. And, and and I thought that was a, a, a ill thing. So like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like there should be a social aspect to it. And I'm sorry I went on this like <laughs> roller coaster train ride with the message, but that's what I was trying to say. I guess. What's up, y'all? This is Tim Einenka with the Library. This week we continue my conversation with Rex, who has a new album out, Revolution Cocktail. The full interview will be up on RapStation.com. Follow me on Twitter, which is at the Library with Tim. That's at the library with Tim. Here's more of my conversation with Rex. Black Cream, the Negro, the Negro Epidemic. That song is not. What I always wonder is that song is not addressed 
to, I mean, it's not for a white audience. So what is that? And, and that's not a bad thing. But what is that? What what is that like to you if you do that type of song, and it's not getting through to the people you're writing for? I mean, what's your reaction to that? Uh, I mean, is it weird to like go to have a rec show and do that song, and it's like I mean, just a bunch of white kids in the audience doing something? I mean, because I grew up on Public Enemy, but Public Enemy wasn't technically for me. Um, but it, you know, but it reached out to me in a weird way. Is it weird for you to have like these socially messages songs that are not for for a certain group of people, but it doesn't reach out to those people? It's not weird. I'd say it's unfortunate. It's just uh, a smaller aspect of a bigger problem. You know, like what's going on in the world. You know, there. You know, the messages that are reaching. You know, the poor and impoverished communities and in in the communities for minor- minorities. Uh, the messages that are that are seeping in um, mm. are not the messages I feel should be seeping in, and I'm not saying that I should be like on Little Wayne's level and Little Wayne should be on where my level is. I'm just stating that you know there should be more of a variety uh, to choose from. BET, I you know I have a big problem with BET for the simple fact that you know there's not variety mm. on that on that show, and you know. One thing does not make black entertainment television. You know, um, we do our people a disservice when we negate how much wonderful, how much wonderful music there really is. We do ourselves a serious disservice. So, um, do you think that's a possibility that this message can get through to the people you want to, or is there any? Is there some other action that you have to take? I definitely feel it can get through. Um, I feel, um, you know, the lack of, um, you know, proper um, promotion and marketing uh, over the years has kind of um, had had an ill effect on, you know, the amount of individuals I'm able to, the amount of individuals and the the right um, group of individuals I've been able to reach out to uh, over the years. Um, again, I, I I don't find it weird or, or have an issue with, you know, the audience that does um, partake in my music. Mm. I feel the messages are, are necessary for all to hear. Right. Um, the, the, the thing is, is that, like, you know, when I'm speaking to someone who has gone through the same struggles as me and, you know, share the same plights as me uh, growing up um, as a black man in in the, in the United States, and in you know today today's society, it's it's sad that you know I just can't I can't um, pull through. But uh, but again, I do feel there are manners there there are manners that I could um, I could reach out more, and that's that's through more uh, better promotion and marketing, and um, you know pinpointing and focusing. And I want to I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to go back to one of your albums, uh, Gray Hairs. Um, the song All in One, where you you kind of take it back and you channel Tupac, Biggie, Pun, and Big L. And I apologize if you've heard you know if you've heard this question before, but I was just curious why why those MCs? Why did you channel those MCs? Pac and Big uh, for me were no brainer because they kind of represented what what the culture was and um, you know where where the where the state of mind was and like they were the most dominant and prominent um, artists out. Uh, when they passed, mm. um, 
pun um, represented, pun represented, you know, uh, a growth for Latin artists. You know, Latinos like um, everywhere. You know, you know the champion like you know him. You know, coming into the forefront and, and, and being mentioned in, with the likes of, of Biggie and Pop. You know, and that uh, was just that raw. He represented that that up and coming. You know, and, and going too soon because. Everybody knew that Elf's time was there. You know, his time was coming. Um, he was the it was the metaphor king, and and he just he just got cut off cut off too soon. Mm. All of them, I feel like you know, were lyrically above and beyond like you know your typical artist. And and what I what I um what I look for most and I appreciate most a true lyricist. So uh, I was a big fan of all of them. And, and I just felt like it, it was a no-brainer to use those specific artists. Let's take you back to that real hip-hop spring. Back. The spirit of pop. Biggie. Pun. Big ass. All in one. I introduce y'all to Rex. Come on. This is his story with Tori. From the one R.E.K. Yes, we born through legends. Giving a new breath for lungs. Spirit of pun. L. Big Machiavelli the dawn. The flow time. Let's so salute the fire. Took from us, passion of pops, the swag, and anything Biggie drop. Big gals non-stop, shit on you talk. And Big Pond with the deadly delivery that'll lyrically chop. Super lyrical, Ebonics, I'm giving you. Kicking the door, this strictly for my niggas. Who listen to the greatest to write on five mics. This is the representation of Warriors, Monumental. They didn't all, unfortunately, pass away too soon. How different do you think uh, rap music would be now? I mean, rap music got bigger than itself, and like, quite honestly, um, I don't think it'd be much different. Oh. You know, I, I really believe that, like, you know, I mean, let me let me let me rephrase that because obviously, with them being involved in the music, there's going to be some some differences. You know, um, certain artists are not going to reach certain plateaus. Uh, and certain artists are, are not going to be more widely uh, recognized as, you know, the ones that we champion um, based upon, like, the legacy that, you know, others might leave. But, you know, you never know. You know, like, you can't you can't say the what if, like, with Pistol Pete, uh, um, you know, passing, and, you know, you, you can't. You can't do the the what ifs and know like um, specifically what it would have been. So I don't know. I don't know what it would have been. To be honest, you've obviously been doing this for quite some time. So and you've made some great albums. But I'm wondering, which five albums and any albums throughout history, uh, well, rap history, would you want have wanted to been a part of? Uh, number one, uh, above all else, Illmatic. It ain't hard to tell. Excel, then prevail. The mic is contacted, I attract clientele. My mic check is life or death, breathing the sniper's breath. I exhale the yellow smoke of Buddha through righteous steps, deep like the shining. Sparkle like a diamond, sneak a Uzi on the island, and my army jacket lining. Hit the earth like a comet, invasion. Nazis like the Afro Citric Asian, half man, half amazing. Cause in my physical life, I just feel like it was exactly uh, what was needed, and it was, it was so true to like the simplest format of just making the right sound mm. you know it embodied the sound for the time you know it got all the it got all these 
great, amazing producers together, and it brought this up and coming, um, you know, this upstart artist who everybody knew was like, you know, just so phenomenal from the moment that he spoke. And I mean, just to just to be able to um, build with some of those brothers would have been like, you know, phenomenal. Uh, Other than Illmatic, I would say um, Return of the Boom Bap. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That was a big one for me. Like, you know, I like, I've always loved, you know, KRS One albums. And, you know, I know people might feel, you know, other albums, you know, stood out more. Um, for me, it was returning to Boom Bap. It was just records that, like, you know, spoke more to me, like, you know, with Sound of the Police, Mad Crew, and um, Out of Here. Like, they were just. These records just like, you know, spoke to me more, you know, than 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 others uh, from Chris. He always had this, you know, creative approach to like his writing and I think um being in the lab with, with, with certain cats and just being able to like, you know, feed off the knowledge that they could give, uh, is the most is the most like it's mostly why I would want to be, you know, a part of certain projects yeah. um, based upon, like, their artistry and the crea creativity that comes with, with artists such as Nas or such as, as KRS-One. You won't even think about looking at the real criminal. This is not Because we be getting hyped to the sound of the police. Third, it takes a nation, dog. What you looking for the same thing? It's a new thing. Check out this. I bring all the rope below the level because I'm living low next to the base. Come on. Turn up the radio. There's, there's, um, there's many albums that, like, you know, define, you know, you know what I'm saying, define moments in time. And that obviously stands out as one of, one of the biggest ones um, in terms of, like, you know, black identity and, and, and you know what I'm saying, like, Speaking out about like you know the, the the world as we knew it and and not like you know being muzzled and bamboozled on what the world was, mm. you know and and you know saying the the whole sound was the the sound bed that um that was laid out was was amazing to be able to rock on some of that some of them instruments would have been phenomenal but just to be around you know what I'm saying. Such, again, such a phenomenal teacher like you know Chuck, and it, it, it would have been like you know a blessing. Critics, you can hang on my hold the rope, but they hope to the Pope and pray it ain't dope. The follower Farrakhan, he'll tell me that you understand until you hear the man. The book up the new school rap game. Writers treat me like Coltrane, insane. Yes to them, but to me, I'm a different kind. We're brothers on the same mind, unblind, caught in the middle end. America's most wanted, Ice Cube. Don't try to apprehend him. Huge Cube fan, yo. Um, always have been. When he decided to, like, you know, go do his own thing, like, and, and, and still, like, you know, do the, like, you know, the street 
the street poetry, but like always, always like, you know, instilling a little bit of that political aspect. You know, I think I learned a lot from Cube and, you know, from Face and, and Pop in that regard, you know what I'm saying? Um, where they like, you know, they, they, they always had the street commentary, but they always kept, kept the, the pieces of the political, um, political message, um, vibrant in their music. And, 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 and it's well social really like like you know social commentary and in, in their music and then um it's tough the last yeah it's tough the last one I would say is real tough because I'm really I'm really fighting to um you know, choose between um, between tribe and outcast oh. right now. Um, I guess I guess if I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna say tribe. Tribe affected me more. Oh, you yeah. know, from day one, tribe affected me more. Tribe came with such a like, yo, they. I mean, just to be in the presence of Q-Tip, you know, saying is like yeah. is mind blowing in itself. You know, what I'm saying I've had the presence to build. I had, I had the opportunity to build with him a few times. Yeah, I mean, phenomenal dude. But like the music they were making, like I mean, they were just making classic after classic after classic. Uh, I don't even want to say the first two, even though those are you know certified classics. I think it was Midnight Marauders that would would be the one for me. I don't I don't think that one was certified a classic, but I think it was definitely a classic, and it's my favorite. Midnight Marauders. I, I would love to be a part of that. Just to, just to know um, what it was like, you know, um, working with artists of that caliber. So, honey, check it out, you got me mesmerized. With your black hair and your fat ass style. Street poetry is my everyday. But yo, I gotta stop when you drop my weight. If I was working at the club, you would not pay. Hey, yo, my man Fife Diggy, he got something to say. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Mm. Name is Fife Dog from the Zulu Nation. Told you in the jam that we could get down. Now let's knock the boots like the group H Town. You got DVD all on your bedroom wall. But I'm above the rim, and this is how I bore. A gritty little something on the New York street. This is how I represent. There you have it. Um, I did this torturous <laughs> thing you had me do. So, my my next question is probably not as torturous, but just curious. So the first album that made me go, "Damn, this is an instant classic," was of course Nas's Omatic. I mean, I knew albums before that, but I was kind of got old enough to kind of understand music a little better. So for you, what was the album that made you go? And it could be the the five six albums you just named, but that just said, "Damn, this is an instant classic." The first album that made made me do that, I think, might have been was it Illmatic? I don't think it was Illmatic, but I don't I don't I I, I have to say this: I wasn't thinking in that time, in that mind frame then, you know, like, well, this is an instant classic. So much, so I can't. I mean. I, I can't say, like, prior to... The, I think when Omatic dropped, that's when I started, like, you know, understanding, you know, how, how it was. Right. Because, like, it was a classic classic joint. I wasn't even on that. But, I mean, uh, anything before that, I, I believe, you know, um, people's um, instinctive um, travel, 
you know that that one right there to me was classic material. Mm. You know, De La Soul. Um, De La Soul is dead. When did when did De La Soul is dead drop? Ninety one. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think I think those are the ones. Like you know, if anything, I would have been like, okay. Okay, this is this is a classic, you know. Criminal Minded for me, like, was was phenomenal. But like, I really, I really wasn't thinking in terms of oh, this is a classic album. I just like I listened to the records. I would listen listen to South Bronx like I was like I was in the South Bronx. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and the bridge is over. The, you know what I'm saying? First real disc record I knew like that. You know, and we play that over and over again at house parties and stuff like that. But you know. We weren't thinking in terms of classic, but those are the ones I would say, you know? Yeah, like completely. If it wasn't nomadic, if it wasn't nomadic, it was De La Soul is dead. Uh, people's instinctive. Um, and, and even, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, those are the ones. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's really right. It's, like, it's interesting to watch, like, how, just as a music listener, how your mind or your understanding develops more and more. Like you said, you kind of knew songs, but not actual, you know, albums. And you kind of realize, you put together what album to use, to, a full album, a complete album, becomes like an instant classic for you. Um, I mean, like a new, this is more n- new, but I think for me, it was not just Elmatic, but then for me, another instant classic became a black, you know, the first Black Star album. I, I feel you on that. Yeah, it's interesting how, like, you know, how time shapes and, 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 and the mind develops, you yeah. know, over the course of uh, the course of listening, you know? True. And I, know, and I, I see you're about to eat, but I just want to ask uh, one more question. Um, your, this album, Revolution Cocktail, obviously displays who you are in all aspects. So, so what's the next step for you? What happens? Oh, I mean, I have another project finished as well uh, after this one. Um, it's called uh, Eyes Watching God. That's, it's with a producer by the name of Hazardous Sounds that's going to come right after Revolution Cocktail. But also, you know, I'm trying to, you know, expand, you know, Bob Grenades, which is a movement for me. Um, uh, I really want to build an army of individuals who, you know, are ready and willing to, like, you know, take on the task of just making, you know, phenomenal music. And we, we have some surprises coming this year as far as, like, artists that um that we're working with, like, just to do what we what we do best, put out good music, you know, like, you know, be it like we drop free free download after free download until people start to recognize these talents who they are. But uh, I think it's um important for, you know, us, us to build up this army. So that's what Golf Grenades really is about to do. Um, so now it's Revolution Cocktail. Cool. And is there a, a exact release date on that, or not yet? Uh, currently, there's no release date. It's uh, to be determined. But um, if by chance you don't um, have this interview um, out prior to like me figuring it out, then I'll definitely uh, keep you abreast. Okay. At the moment, I'm just like you know cleaning up, you know a few a few things, and uh, you know sharpening it up. But uh, it's it's I would say it's like you know uh, about ninety percent there. Cool. And the best way for uh, for listeners to kind of keep track of what you do and follow you? 
Yeah, um, Rex, um, RexHipHop.com. Uh, follow me on The Real Rex on Twitter. Rex, new album, Revolution Cocktail, out soon. Rex, thanks so much for joining me on The Library with Tim Einenko. Thanks for having me. Um, tell people, get out, get out there and get that Judas single. Damn right. On uh, iTunes now. More than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.